Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Matthew Freeman Show. If you are listening to this, I am not sure what day it is for you, but for me, it's a Sunday morning. And I am out for my Sunday morning walk. I try to always get in two 45-minute sessions. They're not always strength training. And to do so, I use walking a lot. So I don't believe that walking can ever be involved in overtraining. Definitely relative to your level of fitness, but walking is so good for us in so many ways. And one thing that I've noticed that walking does is it really stirs up your ability to think. It's really get out, put the phone away, take in nature, and just absorb what's going on. Right now, I know in the past weeks, if you're in California, if you're near me, uh, there's a lot of smoke outside. Right now, this Sunday morning, we have smoke coming in from St. Helena for another fire that has broken out, and it could hamper your ability to get outside and take it in. But that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about not living in anticipation of everything's going to be okay when. I'm going to repeat that. I want to talk about not living in that state where everything's going to be okay when I get here or this happens, or this goes away, or when so-and-so begins to understand. See, too many of us get caught in this scenario that we think our whole life will be better as soon as I move into the new house, We get out of this apartment, I get that promotion, my kids graduate, and right now, what's happening is life is going to be better when we can return to normal, when COVID is gone, when the smoke clears, when my gym opens back up, when I can go back to work. Fortunately, some salons are open again, and uh, my family haven't been in the restaurant business the entire life. Uh, restaurants have been getting smacked around during this time, but we get lost in this concept that as soon as I'm able to snatch a hundred kilos. Do a bar muscle up. As soon as I'm able to finally get my golf handicap down to 18. As soon as I'm able to dot, dot, dot. As soon as I get to dot, dot, dot. Mentality where 
it takes us 100% out of the present moment. See, life can never be better beyond where you're at if you don't have an appreciation for where you're at, one. And two, whenever you get to that thing that you're trying to get to, there's always something further out. You see, in the training business, this was absolutely present all the time. And where I began, actually, my conscious awareness of my own striving for more without appreciating where I was at. And it would happen something like this. Hey, I want to lose weight. And when I get down to 135, that's my weight. That's going to be the thing. So, you know, I work with the client. We get them down to 135 pounds. And immediately, oh, man. Like, I'm happy, but... uh I kind of want a six-pack. I kind of want triceps. I kind of want to, to gain some muscle in my legs. They're kind of too skinny. And then we're on the next big adventure. Never really stopping and appreciating what we got to and never really appreciating where we're at in any particular moment. This... This started to recur all the time. To the extent that, as a coach, it was really saddening. Because when someone had a goal across from me, most of the time, I began to know that that thing was never going to be the thing. It was never going to be enough. It's never going to satisfy you. And that's not to say to not have goals, to not work towards something, but not in place of appreciating where you're at. It would be in addition to, here's where I'm at. I'm very proud of myself. And I'm working towards that thing that I'm unattached to, because whether or not I hit it, I'm very happy with who I am today. See, I do believe that we have to be 100% happy or content or proud. I'm going to say happy or content. I'm going to take those words away, but I think proud of everything we are today to even appreciate what it is we may accomplish moving forward. And if we move towards it without attachment, then it frees us up. Now, some people would say, there's no attachment to the goal. What's going to keep you working hard towards it? That's personal. And brings me to my point, which I've made probably a hundred times on this podcast before, but that point becomes that 
the process, the act of whatever it takes to head toward the goal, the actions set forth to attain the goal becomes how we enjoy the goal when we get there and how we stay present and engaged in the moment like I just wasn't because I'm walking past the golf course and I got distracted by several golfers and two people walking past me. So I appreciate you bearing with me on that one because I definitely slipped out of the moment and into the distraction. The process itself, the, the daily action allows us to stay committed and working towards something, but it also allows us to pivot and move and change as necessary when things change in our life and goals shift. Which takes me back to the original point of this entire podcast and my Sunday morning nice little stroll outside to think about the things that are going on, which is we really work so hard to take ourselves out of the life that we're in, to fast forward to times that will be better. And it really inhibits the absolute joy and beauty that exists in our life today. And believe me, regardless of what's going on, there's something great. There's something to be grateful for. And man, if you've listened to me long enough, you know I almost almost despise the word gratitude because I had such a hard time being grateful for so long. I would do this tangent here. Uh, Warning. Little tangent. But I would do a gratitude journal every morning and it felt so monotonous. And it felt like I was just checking the box. And I felt like I was saying the same thing. And I felt like I wasn't connected. And I felt like I wasn't truly grateful at times. I really was spoiled. I really was like, no, I'm not grateful for what's going on in my life. You know, I've gone through some stuff, just like you have. Stuff that we don't want to go through. And I was like, you know, I'm grateful I have water. Grateful I can wash my face. But I wasn't connected to those statements at all. It wasn't even really true, and I really wasn't grateful. Now, looking back, I'm glad that I went through the practice. I'm glad that I took the repetitions Because it was in those repetitions that I started to release my own viewpoint and thought process on what gratitude should be and what it should look like. 
what the external world told me gratitude practice was supposed to look like. And I started to develop my own gratitude practice, which is to really think about, hey, I've been on this earth for 42 years. And while it's really easy to not look at the 10 things that are amazing and only focus on the one that's really hurtful and be angry about that and really miss the others, it wasn't serving me. And I've really shifted to go, in 42 years you've accomplished a lot. And while some of the big things, some of your big failures stand out to you, it was a lot of the little successes along the way that have made you who you are. And who you are, I'm pretty proud of at this point. Right? And you should be too. Whoever you are right now, in this very moment, you should be proud of that person. Because if you open your eyes large enough, a lot of good things have occurred. Which is another podcast about labeling good and bad. I think I've talked about that before. But a lot of good things have happened. A lot of things to be grateful for. And when we shift that perspective of gratitude and we can be present and we can be engaged and we can be in the moment without expectation of what lies ahead, without thinking about what lies ahead, without choosing to see the hindrances and the hurdles, without choosing to say it's too hot or too smoky to do that walk that's going to bring me joy. It's too X. I don't have someone to do it with. I'm alone. I'm not 135 yet. When I live with my boyfriend, everything's going to be great. But until then, it's so hard. See, it's this uh, dialogue we tell ourselves that makes it miserable. So I encourage you guys to do a few things. One, be proud of who you are right now. And that's not to say that you don't want to grow, that you don't want to develop yourself. But be proud of who you are right now, in this moment. Two. Be grateful for these trials and tribulations. I think in the Bible it says, Consider it pure joy, these trials and tribulations you go through. James, I think, chapter 4, verse 2, or... I always get it backwards. It's either chapter 4, verse 2, or chapter 2, verse 4, something along those lines. But consider it pure joy, these trials and tribulations you go through. That always stood out to me. Because you should be grateful and full of joy for the struggles because they're what mold you 
and they are what make the successes, perceived successes, so worth it. So worth it. Celebrations come after we've done the hard shit. Not the easy shit. We come after the hard stuff. One of the things that like, you know, playing team sports, small tangent again, tangent alert, tangent alert. But playing sports and growing up, our season, we were always off-season practice, off-season camp, training, 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 training. And I was fortunate enough to win a lot of championships. So much so that one of my coaches recently reminded me uh, that as a bench player who never got to be on the team, when we won the NorCal, or never on the floor, but when we won the NorCal championship, I wouldn't let go of the trophy and none of my teammates wanted me to. They wanted me to keep it and I slept with the trophy. And it was a testament to, I practiced hours and hours by myself on the court trying to teach myself how to shoot. I just wanted to be on the varsity basketball team. That's all I wanted to do. And I was on the team and I I averaged like .002 points my whole career. I sat on the bench. I went to every practice. I, my feet were tore up. Not really ever to see the court, but it didn't matter because I was part of this team and I was a valuable part of that team and I just wanted to hold the trophy because all the hard work culminated in that moment and I didn't want to let it go. I wanted to sleep with the trophy. And my teammates wanted me to get to sleep with it as well. They knew. They knew how hard I had worked. They, they knew how what I had put myself through. And they realized also in that moment, man, our teammate did everything we did and more just to be with us. It's the hard shit that gets celebrated. That's why we got to be so into that process that I was talking about. And not looking ahead. So be proud of yourself. Be grateful. Bring yourself to the moment we exist in today. And let's not look ahead at what event will transpire that will make our life better, but how we can be an active participant in what we're given right now. And it could be cliche, but you aren't promised tomorrow anyways. And if that's the case, then who are you going to be right now? In this moment, who are you going to be? What are you going to attempt? What are you going to appreciate? Who are you going to call? Not Ghostbusters. But who are you going to call? And just say I love you.
guys, it's Sunday somewhere. Definitely here. And the sun is out. And so is the smoke. I'm still going to get my walk in. Allows me to be present on this podcast with you. Minus the golfer moment. Reminds me to allows me to prepare for my day with my children and my mom and my grandma. To maybe even have some pancakes guilt free because I got out and I moved a little bit. I really appreciate each and every one of you for, for pushing play. For listening to what I have to say. I don't do a ton of marketing for this podcast, as you guys know. So if you find an episode that that resonates with you, and you just want to snapshot that, screenshot that, and post it on your Instagram and tag me, that would be phenomenal. If you could go into iTunes and leave a review for a particular episode, or hit subscribe, hit a review, that'll help the platform grow. Who knows, maybe I want to grow this at some point. But I appreciate the words being passed on, because I do feel like this is what I was put on earth for, is to be a teacher, to be a facilitator of thought. Discipline, actually. The, the root meaning friend brought it to my attention because I, I don't know why I get this is another tangent but I don't know why I get I get kind of mad when people say I'm just disciplined you're just so disciplined you're so disciplined it comes easy for you because you just have great discipline I get mad because it discounts the amount of work that I've done to become disciplined I have not been disciplined my whole life and guess what I still have areas that I'm not as disciplined in as I need to be or choose to be, or want to be, based on my goals. So I get frustrated, and I was talking with this person, and they were like, do you know the actual, I know there's a negative connotation to discipline sometimes, as in like punishment, you know? But the actual origination of the word is to teach and to learn. The discipline, if you think of a parent, we show our children through action how to show up on a daily basis. So to teach and then for the children to learn. Not as an act of punishment, like I'm disciplining them via spanking, so to speak. But that punishment was used to teach, right? And so it's kind of got muddled. But when I thought about that, I felt better because I do feel like I was put on this earth to facilitate thought, to be a teacher, to encourage others. That's what I'm here for. And so I just really appreciate you guys listening. If you want to share this stuff, I really do appreciate that. And uh, I hope that the rest of your day really goes amazing. Remember to honor yourself and honor the commitments 
that you make for yourself because that's the quickest way to build confidence. I'm going to talk to you soon.